Hello and welcome to another type of episode. It's called Petite Wisdoms. I'm just going to throw in little 10 to 15 minute episodes to help you with some things in your life by sharing stuff that's going on with me, some learnings that I have experienced or some stories that I want to share, but just little, little snippets so that you can listen to them on the fly. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you get some value and that maybe it just helps you navigate your life. Lots of love. See ya. Hey, hey, welcome back to Eleanor Crawford Unplugged. I have another petite wisdom for you today, and it's about your relationship MO. I've been doing a lot of reflection about my way of doing relationships over my life. I have had way too many to count or to really (laughs) be proud of, to be honest. Um, Along with three marriages, I've had numerous Band-Aid boyfriends. And the reason I call them Band-Aid boyfriends is because I was always looking for a man to complete me, to heal me, to fill a void to make me feel better about myself for external validation. And so that was always a band-aid because I wasn't prepared or wasn't aware, probably is better, um, of how to do the work on myself. I didn't know how to do that. And so then I always looked on the outside for that validation and it always turned to shit because I didn't have the relationship with self with a capital S That is the most important relationship. So I've been thinking about it and I was thinking about two different options. This is not my work. I've actually been following someone who talks about this and it really resonated with me. Did I enter a relationship for a physical attraction or an emotional attraction? And I can 100% say that all of my relationships have started from a physical attraction And that's okay, except that when you act on it quickly and that becomes the foundation of the relationship and then the emotional unravelling of that relationship starts to happen over time, that doesn't always mean that because you have physical attraction with someone that that will translate into emotional attraction. And that's where I got to in so many of my relationships where I was physically attracted to someone in that honeymoon state. Hormones were just coursing around my body. It was sexy. I was hot and horny and it was felt good to have this physical touch and sex and all the things that went with it, all the romance. But then as that then starts to soften and like lessen it's about having that emotional attachment which means that you need to have like values and like aspirations maybe in life or just morals that's why values are so important because if you don't have the same values or similar values to someone else then they could behave in a way that really does not align with you That changes the whole energy of the relationship. And that's where I got to in many, many of my relationships, which is why I'm now single, two years single, and have been very, very diligently working on the most important relationship, in my opinion, which is the relationship with myself with a capital S. So what that means is I have been deep diving into my masculine energy and my feminine energy. I've been deep diving into my behavioral patterns when it came to relationships. And I have been really vulnerable and honest and open with myself as to 
how things could have turned out differently, how my behaviours could have been different. That comes back to the beginning, right? The attraction. So I really wanted to talk about that today because I know that in the future, if I am lucky enough to have the opportunity to meet my king and I will make sure that I will do a few things in order for there to be an emotional attraction, not just physical attraction. So I wanted to talk about why, why I fell into relationships purely for a physical attraction. And maybe this might resonate with you because I think a lot of women, if they have had trauma in their life, this is what they do. This is their fallback. This is their MO. And so this is why I wanted to talk about it today. So I'm just, I've written a few notes because I really want to make sure that I cover things. This, this is what resonated with me when I think about why I would fall so quickly into a physical relationship. And when I say quickly, I would say that before third date, we were having sex. And that for me, like if that were my daughter, oh my God, that would break my heart. But I didn't know better. And so now that I do, I will definitely do better. So the reason that that happened was a couple, few different reasons. So one is it's a bit of a power, you know, having a hot sex or having, you know, giving uh, your body to someone can be quite powerful, make you feel powerful. So there's that. Or control could be another reason why um, you fall into a sexual relationship quickly. I had a big confusion around sex and love. Now, I believe that this stemmed from a childhood sexual trauma from a person. I think that he awakened something in me that was way too young for that to be awakened. And I think then with different experiences from then on, I really confused sex and love. I thought they were equal. I thought if I had sex with someone, that meant that they loved me and I didn't understand the difference. I also had a very strong sense of unworthiness. I didn't feel worthy. And also I was conditioned to say yes. I was the ultimate people pleaser. So I found it very difficult to say no in those situations. And sometimes it could be just pleasure seeking. Now, in my experience, uh, when my parents divorced, I felt very unsafe to open up in the emotional sense because my dad was my absolute hero. He was the first love affair I ever had. We were peas in a pod. We were alike. We spent a lot of time together. He was my biggest supporter. And I absolutely loved him with all my heart. And when my parents divorced, it was the biggest heartbreak that I had ever experienced in my life. And it sent me into a place of unsafety and not trusting men. And I have subsequently had therapy around this and the psychologist said this to me she said often when what happens is that women have their first love affair is really with their father and if they have a functional relationship with their father then often they will seek out partners who have similar attributes or qualities to their dad but if something happens in their relationship that is traumatic or heartbreaking, they will then choose men who are the complete opposite to their father and therefore it just feels not aligned. And that's exactly what I did. I chose the opposite to my dad. I couldn't wait to get away and get married because I was so hurt and heartbroken. I felt really unworthy and I felt really confused and I was seeking validation through boyfriends. And then after my first marriage ended, when I was 28 and I'd just come through that whole trauma with Chloe's cancer treatment, I was just really, really broken, but I didn't 
understand that at the time. And so then sex became my healing, my salve, my opportunity to be validated by someone, to feel to feel loved. And obviously it didn't work. I, I remember feeling even worse about myself every time I would have a sexual encounter with someone else that didn't pan out to be anything other than that sexual encounter. I just felt more and more unworthy and it just became this cycle. So that is something that I wanted to ask you to think about. What is your MO when it comes to your physical attraction with men? Do you jump straight in physically? Do you say no? Do you you have such a good boundary around yourself and your worthiness that you will just go, I'm just going to let this pan out and see how it goes before I jump into bed with someone. So what am I doing now? And and if you have been in the situation that I've just spoken about, about the jumping into a physical relationship really quickly, you might want to listen to this and it might resonate with you. So now the only relationship that I would be open to having is with my king. And the reason that he would be a king is because the emotional relationship would trump the physical relationship. I'm not saying that there wouldn't be a physical relationship. I hope there would be, but it would be that the emotional relationship brings sustainability to a relationship. It brings long-termedness. And so I, that's all I would be looking for. And how do I? How am I proposing to do that? Well, I am going to put a waiting period for sex. And this is not really for the man, it's for me. I'm the one that has had this behaviour around wanting sex to feel good about myself. So this is for me. So at this stage... I'm thinking three months would be a good time frame to wait for sex. I'm also going to do a few things that are way more coming from a feminine energy. I've always been a bit more slanted towards having a masculine energy approach to relationships where it's sort of more like a feminist way where you said, well, fuck it, I can contact him and, you know, I can... I can send the text or I can ask a question or I can invite him out because I felt like I was being strong and emboldened and empowered. But the thing is, you need to keep the polarity between the feminine energy and the masculine energy. So a really, really masculine, energetically made man, he will act in the way that he he is made, like his his in his masculine energy which means that he is the provider he is the initiator he is a problem solver and he is the gift giver and he is the one who makes the decisions and then the feminine energy brings that polarity which brings the sizzle and the chemistry and the love and the and the beautiful um, communion now I've never had that so my absolute intention is to have that in the future so in order to do that instead of leaning in and being empowered and being emboldened I'm going to lean back now this is not been my behavioral pattern and so this is going to take some intention for me and some understanding that the way that I've done it in the past hasn't worked so I'm going to be doing this differently in the in the future and how I'm going to do that is I'm going to never initiate at the beginning of the relationship. I'm not going to initiate contact. I'm not going to text. I'm not going to do that. I am going to ask some big questions. Like I'm going to get to know someone. I'm going to lean back and really ask them about their values, what's important to them. And, you know, really get to trust them because I have been in the situation before where I've trusted so easily and so quickly that 
it isn't wasn't until later on that I realized that the person I was with was actually being dishonest. Now I'm a really honest person, as you can probably tell from this podcast, I just tell it how it is. But it's important to keep that boundary around trust for me and not to trust someone really, really quickly. They've got to earn the trust. And I have never put myself in a position where I've asked that of someone else. You need to earn the trust from me. I'm just not going to give it to you. And so this is going to be really different for me. So that's about setting boundaries about around my values. Honesty and trust is just so high up in my in my values. So I'm going to really set a strong boundary around that. It already is there. And that's going to continue to be strong when I go into a new relationship. And the other thing is not to overshare. So I, in the past, have thought I can just be honest and open, but that has really set me up to be to be taken advantage of, especially in the financial sense. If I am too open about my financial situation, I think that that has really um, swayed or informed the behaviour from the other person, from my from my partner or potential partner. So that is just going to be like kept in my own little private closet where my boundaries are, you know, and I'm going to keep that really safe for me until the trust is built, until I trust them. Now, there's something that I am also going to be really, as far as this financial thing goes, going to be really on the lookout for. And I've spoken to my mentor about this and I asked her the question, how can I go into the next relationship and trust that this person won't try and take advantage of me financially because that's where I'm at at the moment in in my former relationship. And she said to me, and I believe this 100%, she said to me, the right man will absolutely make sure that you are protected financially and will never, ever do anything to change that. So if there was an occasion where I wanted to have a prenuptial agreement, they would be the one that would initiate that. They would be the one that would talk about that, that conversation. They would be absolutely 100% on board. Whereas previously, it's always been me bringing it up and then there being some resistance or conflict around it. So yeah, I'm just going to make sure that everything is all in line before I, one, trust, or two, physically involve myself into the relationship because for me I know that that is my weakness so think about that what has been your mo in your relationships has it been a physical attraction or an emotional attraction and just remember that just because you have a physical attraction doesn't mean that it translates to an emotional attraction I am the absolute queen of that experience so have a think about it see what resonates with you and maybe you will go into a new relationship if that's where you're at only looking for that emotional attraction because that's where the longevity the sustainability the love the trust and the companionship is lots of love see you again next time bye